Ding dong. Yes, hello. It's time for the Brendan and Taggart and Taggart and Brendo podcast. I put my name first for some reason. <laughs> Top billing. I finally got it. <laughs> hey, man. Oh, that's fine. It has a better ring to it with the uh, single uh, syllable. I was going to say synonym, but that doesn't make any the sense. The Brandon Tago podcast. Yes. That's, <laughs> oh my gosh, that sounds awesome. Um, I'm Brandon, and this is Taggart, if you are unfamiliar. Good day. You know, like, witches have familiars, mm-hmm. and like, you know, or, you know, certain certain belief systems have familiars. What about unfamiliars? This is not the question of the day, but it should be. <laughs> what if you had a... Well, what would that be? That would just be something on the other side of the world that you never meet? Because you're like, I'm right. like, I mean, like familiar a, with that. Like a familiar, it's like a familiar is like, you know, oh, your cat or a bunny right. or like a pet usually. Like an unfamiliar, I guess, would be something that you plan on or you would not want to grow accustomed to. This is, has a slight, <laughs> like, slight throwback like, to what is the opposite. That's an yeah, old exactly. episode if you want to go check that out. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we will maybe say this for another day, but, uh, think about what you're unfamiliar would be. Mm, okay. Um, yeah. I got it. How about the, how about the, the gist of the show for those people who are jumping in because of our catchy title, ding, ding, DVD, ding. <laughs> at this point, <laughs> um, we, uh, kind of just, uh, have talked to each other a lot since we've known each other forever. Yes. Uh, I count it even before, you know, before this this life. I, I think I think there was some some, some hanging conversations out. had. Yeah, sure. yeah uh, back back way back when. Sure, way or back way back when not when there anyway. was no when. Yeah, uh, and uh, we just like to kind of keep that keep that spirit alive, if you will, uh, with some questions of the day. Mm-hmm. One of them usually. Um, and then we're going to also talk about some triggered memories that, uh, will, will, you know, basically make us cry (laughs) as we (laughs) therapize. And, um, lastly, we'll give you something new from each of us. We do the new, uh, singular so that we don't, uh, you know, get copyright strict from all those, you know publications out there well those news so, stations <laughs> yeah exactly um but uh terry how you doing today i'm all right man going crazy right. going here going there but uh but doing good doing good good i uh turned my ac off to maybe get some cleaner audio and oh yeah feeling it yeah so you can't you, you can't hear me sweating if you gotta which is good if you gotta shut it on man like i think we'll deal Okay, all right. I, I, I could probably tough it out. Okay. <laughs> but we we are going through here, um, and I just uh, I just had a question for yes, the day for you. Oh, oh, of the actual of the whole day. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. All right. If there was a parrot in your house, uh-huh. what phrase would it pick up specifically from you? You could throw in other family members too, if 
if that's something you need. But what phrase is this parrot going to learn from you? What's well, the most common thing you say? Um, I have a terrible dad joke that I use <laughs> way too much. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm sure, I mean, I would think that would be one of the things that it would uh, grab Say if you if you came to the house and it was a around lunchtime and you hadn't eaten anything, you would probably say, "Oh, I'm hungry." Right, and to which I would respond, "Hi, I'm Taggart." <laughs> so, <laughs> so your parrot would just say, "Hi, I'm Taggart," all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I hope that they would get the whole joke because it's like, oh, uh, okay. You know, it happens together where someone says, I'm hungry. Is the Usually, you know, it can happen after lots of things like I'm tired or or uh, right. I'm lazy or oh, I'm, I'm broken. I'm, I'm lazy. <laughs> Who in your house is just like, oh, I'm so lazy. <laughs> Mostly me. And then I just respond, but I'm Taggart. And then it's like a, then it's like a <laughs> philosophical question. I'm like, which one am I really? Um Ugh. But, uh, but yeah, that's, that's the, uh, <laughs> that's but I'm hungry is probably the one that happens the most because people are hungry a lot. Mm-hmm. So, right. um, so yeah, I hope so, that the parrot would say I'm hungry, I'm Taggart and, uh, something to that effect. I, I think it'd be awesome if, since you are self-aware enough of this, uh, uh-huh. You should get a parrot oh, no. to recognize the I am statement, and then whatever its name is, I it just be... plugs that in. So he your kid comes it in, in, it's like, yeah, it's like, I'm hungry, and you're like, I am Jeffrey, <laughs> or whatever, <laughs> and it's like, Jeffrey, shut up! <laughs> like, oh, you're like, if I got done. a parrot, I would definitely name him Jeffrey. That is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so good! That's awesome. That's a great parrot name. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Jeffrey. Yeah, your parrot Uh, was very good too, by the way. Thank you, (laughs) thank you. I've been I've been working on my sounds. Um, as uh, a soon as a soon to be father. Oh, um, I am in charge of animal sounds. Um, Oh, Oh, really? This is this is. I was tasked this way before conception. So it was, I was fully aware of the, the role I will play in my child's life, ch- children, child's maybes, uh, lives, uh, parenthesis S, um, with having to make animal sounds. Wait, wait, wait. wait. So let me get this clear. So you don't have any other responsibility to this child, except when they're like, dad, what's the sound a zebra makes? You have to be able to produce that. Uh, I don't know if I don't have any other responsibilities, <laughs> but this is this is a chief responsibility. Gotcha. So this is uh, yeah, a chief so, responsibility. So this is big. Yeah. When this is a big one. Yeah. So you, you I mean, so your wife's like, I don't care if a if a if a chicken goes cluck cluck or if it goes cock a doodle doo. Oh. Like you are in charge. Cock a doo, what a day! Oh, oh of deciding exactly. <laughs> what you're going to go with. You want to choose what Spanish people say when a chicken makes a noise? That's on you. 
Coca-Cola. Has anybody <laughs> in this family even seen a chicken? <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I mean, it's it's basically like that's my job versus uh, my wife, um, you know, growing this child inside her kind of their roles in this family and I am fulfilling the, the, the animal sound role. Oh, I don't, uh, don't want to belittle you, but I think that her job is harder. <laughs> Dude, there's a lot of animals out there, man. I know. I mentioned I mentioned zebra because zebra sounds are hard. Have you listened to what a zebra does? Yeah, it's like kind of a hee-haw. It's like a... Like, I don't know. No, yeah, it's, it's like a... Uh, yeah. How do, how do I say? It's like a it's it's akin to what a donkey does, but right. um, if it lived in Bizarro World, <laughs> it's how was that? That was pretty good. I don't know, dude. You gotta listen to it. Sometimes it, they sound like birds, like uh, right. zebras are crazy. Anyways, um, some dude owned a zebra and rode it, even though he was too small. Um, Oh, rode it. I think he said rode it. Like, wrote? Like, W-R-O-T-E? No, yeah. And so, like, he made an onomatopoeia out of a zebra sound? (laughs) Like, good for him. Yeah, (laughs) that would be amazing. No, This is my study. (laughs) It was a random thing to just mention, because I don't remember who it was. Uh, Well, they they rode zebras in, uh, what's it called? Uh, Swiss Family Robinson? They rode zebra, a zebra versus an ostrich. I suppose in the actual movie. That's true in the movie. Um, mm-hmm. They just don't have as strong as backs, and they're not as big mm-hmm. as like horses. So uh, small mm-hmm. people, sure, can ride on a zebra. But uh, are, this- you ta- are you talking about that like Russian, like? Nobleman or whatever that owned like a bear and like a moose and like Ooh, I don't know all that kind of stuff and had know. those crazy parties. I oh. feel that it was some kind of government head or part of the government, mm-hmm. um, whether it was ours or, or or elsewhere. But he had a zebra, and he was a small enough man, and he probably hurt the zebra a lot. But he rode that zebra around. So, anyways, there you go. Look it up. I don't have to tell you everything about it. You could go find it. Yeah, looking okay. at looking at me like that. Okay. <laughs> um, so aside from other animal sounds uh-huh. and my 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 practicing to whistle, that's also something I have to. You have to teach have the kid to whistle. To whistle. No, I need to get my dad whistle going. I need to get my like, oh, you know, get call, over in, here. call in from the neighborhood. Yeah, exactly. Like lost in the, you know, discipline uh, whistle kind of thing. You're thinking going here. I I whistled at my wife at uh, the grocery store yesterday, uh-huh. <laughs> and because um, she was on one like on the far end of the aisle, and I was on the far end, and you know, you kind of like walk and look down, walk and look down. And everything, um, man. It's like I had a dream about this. Um, and you, you, and you, <laughs> like I see her, and I whistle at her, and it wasn't like the kind of you know whistle or anything. It was right. just like a like kind of 
flagging whistle. Uh-huh. And, but there was a lady like halfway down the aisle that just like looked at me and I'm like, sorry, no, my wife is down there. And then I had to pass this lady and she was just cracking up and I was just like, I'm sorry. Like I, I was not trying to just like, Hey there, <laughs> like that is, that'd be so weird. Cause it was loud too. And it just like traveled right down that channel, I guess. And so That's anyway, yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I'm trying to think. So if I had, if I had a parrot, Ooh. I would want to say it, it would probably, well, to be perfectly honest, at this stage in the game, it uh-huh. would say, okay, it would say, okay, Google, because we oh, are so, no. we're, we're super lazy. <laughs> I don't understand. Yep. There you go. Even, <laughs> even yep. my lights don't listen to me. Listen to um, Google. Yeah. So it would definitely be that, um... But other than that, I think I say, like, the term, like, fair enough. Uh, like, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. A lot. Um, and I I want to say that that's just kind of my, like, I don't necessarily agree <laughs> with what you're saying, but if that's your opinion, that's <laughs> yeah, like, we don't even have to argue <laughs> the point further, though. Uh, fair, yeah, it's fair like, enough. All right. Fair enough. Or it, a lot of times it's probably, too, like, I've... I've done something wrong uh-huh. and I'm being called out for that. Sure. And so my, uh, my response to being criticized in that manner, I'd be like, all right, fair enough. Like, <laughs> like I did not do what I was supposed to fair. Right. En- like, and you are, you are upset. That is, that is fair enough. So, um, yeah, I think, uh, nice. I think I say that a lot. Um, other than that though, I don't know. I think just my like little ah! like scream uh-huh. thing that I do when I like <laughs> drop something or something surprises me. Like, ah! I think it would pick up I on that. See that. Pretty, I could see that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just uh, what about any any other phrases besides "I'm hungry" from your from your family? Oh, that I would pull out, um, or that a parrot would uh, isolate. Hmm. Mm. I mean, you have two little parrots basically living with you, I would say. And so do they surprise you with any, like, oh, wow, I did not realize that you picked up on that little kid? I mean, (laughs) they have, um, for sure. Mostly what my boy is doing right now is he likes to just be the parent. So the things that we say to him, he says to his little sister, and then he gets in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Like what? Well, he's like, no, Lyra, you can't go outside right now. You don't have any shoes on. And I'm like, well, true, but that's not your job, dude. Like, take care of yourself, (laughs) you know? Right. And she, of course, takes a big offense from it. She's like, oh, Rhodey being rude, you know? Um, Hmm. Right. We're like, so, yeah, I get it. Um, but he, I mean, he's not always, like, nice about it either. Like, Well, he's a stickler for the rules. Well, when he wants to play something in a certain way and she's doing it wrong, he's like, no, we're doing it this way. And he's mm-hmm. like, you can, you know, if he gets really upset, he's like, 
do you want to go to timeout? I'm like, no, uh, no, you can't put your sister in timeout, dude. <laughs> this is not, not this is not a hierarchy. Yeah, you dude. are at the same level. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, you have zero power. If I say it's time for bed, you're gonna go, okay? Like, uh, well, like when he, when his cousins were over and stuff, like he was very adamant about like no shoes in the hammocks. And uh-huh. and things like and things of this nature, yeah. Because of stuff I mean, that he we was, say he to was, him. yeah. He was he was getting on kids tw- like triple his age and like um, much bigger than him. Be saying like, "This is my house. Right. No shoes in the hammocks." And stuff, like, so. dude, not your job. Yeah. Thank you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So we get a lot of that. We get a lot of that. Mm. Um. Anything else, though, that I say in particular? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, because I, I feel there'd be a lot of, like, movie quotes and, and other From things like place? that. From your place? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and television quotes uh, from Arrested Development and, and whatnot. Because there, there are certain things, and I don't know, maybe this is just a sign of, uh, of, of a good relationship, that whenever a certain thing comes up uh-huh. and you both think about it and whoever says it first, the other person just like laughs or adds to it, you know, kind of a kind of like the Frank and beans kind of right. <laughs> style <laughs> kind of style thing. Um, yeah. I think that, uh, yeah, you just, you just kind of laugh at that. And I think, the thing that you see in TV shows is like, Oh, they made up an original thing with these writers and that's their little go-to. But then I say that in my regular life because I'm not that creative, but it still does the same inside jokey thing. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Uh, I do. So, but, um, but yeah, I think it would be, I think it would be interesting to, uh, to really get like a pare down of what, what is your most common phrase yeah. or, or saying or whatever? Because, yeah, that would be... Yes. I mean, I'm sure if we went through this podcast with a fine tooth comb, somebody could figure out... That's fair. We, we probably have some idioms that we uh, throw out there. So, yeah, but if anyone want to, wants to make a website up that we can pull up and we'll record our house for, uh, you know, a day or weeks or whatever, <laughs> and then, uh, you know categorize all the sayings uh just so we can see what's most uh give me common. a word cloud that'd be great yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that'd be really cool i i'm sure like i said since we have so many google devices listening to us at all times uh, well, in my house specifically you might have that, that already you just have to know where yeah, to find I'm, it <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure if, if if they just allowed access to the database they would they would very much have that, which is which is funny because like, um, like my my dog definitely like, I saw this thing on uh, TikTok the other day where it's like, talk on the phone, pretend to talk on the phone, saying all of your dog's favorite words, uh-huh. and so it was like this this lady that's like, it's like oh yeah, it's like first we're gonna go outside. And then we're going to have some chicken 
and but she and she would just kind of say it and like she was filming her dog and her dog's like what oh she's talking on the phone what oh just talking on the phone. wait oh just talking on the phone like it's <laughs> just like ah, oh, ah, oh. <laughs> and so like so like we have to be careful um when we're talking about stuff like we're like oh well, should we take the dog on a walk she'll be like Bruh. like right. i'm ready to go it's like we're having a conversation this was not a definitive but I guess now we it have is. to because you're so <laughs> excited. And that's when, you know, you get into spelling things for kids and like, it's right. like did you get the I-C-E-C-R-E-E-M? Oh my gosh. Can we talk about Wait, spelling what? things out loud for a minute? <laughs> How good, have we talked this? Maybe we, we talked this way. No. Are you, I, I don't are you good at picking out spelled words? Oh no, I definitely just misspelled ice cream. <laughs> Well, that's fair. But if I was to yeah. spell out a word to you right now, how does your brain deal with that? Oh, if it is a short... Well, okay, this is the problem. I don't read good. <laughs> I don't read good. We maybe have talked about this. I take I've never words. read the word good. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. Is it food? Is it good? Like food? Good? <laughs> like is G uh, a good or a just sound? Good food or good food? <laughs> Thank you, Gallagher. But <laughs> I, I, especially short things like billboards or uh-huh. you know ads or you know things like that. I will just take like the first letter and just jumble the rest of them. And, really? um, if, especially if I'm reading it out loud and everything. So if you spell something to me, I like have to know that you're going to spell it. Cause I need to get in that frame of mind. Right, right. Cause if you're just like, it's like, yeah, like we should go like, yeah, it's like, we should go on a C-A-R-R-I-D-E. And you're like, I'm, I'm sorry. W- one more time. <laughs> Do you think you have some mild dyslexia? I think it's laziness <laughs> of reading <laughs> because okay. at this at the same time, like I cannot read numbers aloud, but I can type in a ten digit string of numbers, even saying the wrong digits aloud. Interesting. So, like, like I do this at work all the time. Like, we have to read like. Um, ID numbers to each other for different uh-huh. things, you know, like, oh, do you have sample, you know, four five seven seven two one one or whatever? And like, if I'm like looking at it and like, I'm like, oh, it's like, I'll type it in correctly, but like, I will have said it wrong uh-huh. and, and everything. And people are like, what? And I'm like, don't worry, I got it. And it's, it's really weird. And I don't know. Interesting. I don't know why there's a disassociation from my actual mouth to what my brain is. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I, I, I've come to this realization fairly recently because of what you just said. My wife spells things to me all the time, so our children don't know what she's saying because they're too smart. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm terrible at it. Like, um, right. I, I think just the way that I learned to read and or process words in my brain... I mm-hmm. I don't a word is not like the individual letters necessarily it's the whole picture of the <laughs> word. Okay, right? All right. So 
So I literally have to take each individual letter that comes to me. And like draw it through in the your air. mind. Well, yeah. yeah. And I have to place it in my mind out so that I can read the whole word. Mm-hmm. So she says it so fast and I was like, oh, wait, 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 wait. I got the first three letters. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> I because I've placed those three down and then the other ones were done and I was like well I, I got those three what are the next three right okay no I have no well, clothes like, um so yeah I'm oof. really I'm really bad at it she's she's always very annoyed at me because she has to spell it two or three times because um, it's like nope didn't didn't get it and see that's the thing though. Even still, like, this is the, like, um, Enigma project. Is that the word uh, I'm looking for? I don't know. The Enigma code. Um, I can't remember the name of the project. But, like, you you have to change, like, your 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 code still. Because, uh-huh. um, like, even for us, I mean, like, Stephanie's always like, oh, well, we should... It's like, this is why we need to learn another language. And I'm like... It doesn't matter. The dog will just learn those words. Right. Like, she doesn't care. Right. She's not work, looking at, like, our grammar or pronunciation. And so, like, yeah, if, if you say, you know, if you spell out ice cream and then, you know, then the kids get ice cream, they're going to pick up on that and be like, I know what those string of letters mean. It means ice cream. And it's like, gosh dang it, now we need a different name. <laughs> like, Yeah. They're, they're, sometimes, they're code breakers. Sometimes I say things like, would you like some you scream? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit more of a code. Right. Just just dropping name brands. It's like, oh, it's like, are we getting some Ben and Jerry's? <laughs> you just to wash and or dryers your clothes? <laughs> So you're even like skirting down the word where you're just like, oh, it's like, I don't know. Is the dryers working? It's like, they're just talking about laundry. Ugh. <laughs> you know? You're like, oh. yeah. Oh, shoots and Tillamooks. What do you think? Oh, I don't know what that is. Tillamook is the kind of ice cream. Oh, Tillamook. Got it. Did you say Tillamook? I think I just said it wrong twice. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I've never been there. <laughs> I mean, they could say it. I've only, you know, seen it written. So I guess, you know, it's fair enough. Fair, <laughs> fair enough, fair. says the parrot. Fair, fair enough. enough. Yes. Oh, good, man. Good way to bring it back around. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Should we get to some yeah. so that triggered was, memories? That was our question of the day. Enjoy. Hope mm-hmm. that. You guys, uh, yeah, hit us up with your your parrots, or if if somebody has access to the Google uh, database, yeah, let let us us know know. what we say. Yeah, I'd love to to get my word cloud out there. So, so what? uh, What? I'm sorry, I just had to. I just had to bring this up. It's funny because, like, I'm just thinking about. like your phone listening to you and for some reason the thought of my mom being on the phone with people you can always tell when she's going to close a conversation uh-huh 
because she says, and it's not even, like, it's very subtle. If you didn't only get the other half, like, the one side of the conversation, Uh because I'm sure whoever is talking doesn't realize it because they're in the midst of saying whatever their ideas are, where she's like, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh, okay, Uh uh-huh, okay, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Yeah, you give Every that okay to try to like say, time. I'm but done it, with this. Like, I'm done but with it's, it. it's, that ex- it's that exact same, uh-huh, uh-huh, okay, uh-huh. And I'm like, how is the person that is talking to you have the exact same syncopation of phrases Every time, because it's like whoever it is. And so, like, you always, I always just know when she's about to close her conversation. And this dates back to when our phone was physically attached to the wall right. on a long cord. And then she would just sit there with it on the couch and her thumb over the, uh, the hang up button, I guess, if you will. Um, and then require one of us to go actually hang it up on the wall. Uh-huh. But, so we would just be listening for these key uh, key moments to be like, uh-huh, uh-huh, okay, uh-huh, okay. And then, all right, to get up, because you got to go hang up the phone. <laughs> That's amazing. So, anyway. Quite, uh, trigger memory. Let's do this. <laughs> all right, no worries. So, trigger memory today, we're taking it back to the old school. <laughs> Going back... To uh, elementary childs, children, Ooh. kids stuff. So uh, we, we wanted to answer the question, like, we were those children. Say you are elementary age, maybe you could include it, anything from any of your elementary uh, experience. But if someone's to ask you at that time, you know, what's your favorite? Ooh, at that time. Well, I mean... Mm-hmm. In the spirit of that time, right? You can answer okay, it like you okay. would now, but but mm-hmm. the spirit of the question is, you know, what, what what's your favorite? What do you like about school? What's your favorite thing about school? Um, oh, <laughs> and what is your name, little boy? <laughs> <laughs> My name's Jeremy. Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> How do you spell that? <laughs> Wait, what was it? It wasn't Jeremy, was it? What was the it was Jeffrey. Name? Jeffrey. Jeffrey. <laughs> Gerald B. Like, like Gerald oh. and Jeremy. Like, I'm going to bring this around. I'm going to get this call back in. It's going to be amazing. Uh, messed the name up. Forgot the name. All right. Gerald um, B. <laughs> Gerald B. <laughs> so, okay. so, yeah. So, if someone was to ask you, what was your favorite thing about elementary school? Or uh, could be a person, could be a subject, could be... Um, the particular bathrooms that they had. I don't care. But, like, what do you think you would say? Is it different from what you would say just getting out of elementary school um, to now? Or is it the same thing? Um, <clears throat> I, I guess I would say if, I, if I, when I was a little kid, I would answer math. Oh. Like, what's your favorite? It's like, what's your favorite subject in school? Or what do you like about school? Or what are you good in at school? Uh-huh. I would say math. As we established, reading was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> reading was very difficult um, for me, and um, <clears throat> I was in the talented and gifted for science and math and uh-huh. remedial reading, which was awful. <laughs> oh. but, um, 
and but the the thing about math um, was like you could really like I don't know like I don't I guess that's the thing is <clears throat> in our elementary school if you were good at reading I assume they just let you go home and read like they didn't like I mean maybe your sisters can attest to this more than than anybody I, I know, but the, uh, you would just go home and just, you know, read whatever you had or go to the library or whatever. Like, I don't know of any extracurricular, like, programs they had for reading necessarily, but they mm -hmm. did have the TAG program, single G, for those kids that excelled in uh, math and science, right. and you got special projects and you got like time out of class to go do these things and they they always tried to like challenge you to like go an extra step and stuff like that so like one of the things that i remember doing that was really cool um was um we learned cartesian graphs and okay. plotting points and everything like that uh -huh. and um and then we made yarn art where we took all these lines Yard. in a graph and yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> um, and and we you 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 drew it out and you and you plotted it and everything and then you you know use the yarn as your straight lines from point A to point B and it would make a curve right right it would also help you solve the crime that you couldn't yes, quite figure exactly. out. <laughs> yes, it would, you would you would attach it to. Okay, so the principal was last seen here, and then the janitor's mother came to visit, and um, so so yeah, so you would you would make these curves um, out of them, and um, I specifically remember we did like a normal one, and then. For like a Christmas present for our parents, we did like a Christmas tree. Christmas tree one, uh huh. Yeah, I know exactly uh, what that you're talking they, about. Yep, yeah. that they framed, and then um, what I decided to do was I decided to take two of them and make like a Z, but then put it on itself instead of using a you know a square grid uh -huh. to use a curved grid. So it made more like this sweeping like S kind of Ooh. kind of thing and and stuff like that. So I had to like, you know, trace it out and figure it out and like all this kind of different stuff and cool. all that kind of stuff. And so I felt like super cool where I'm like, oh yeah, well all these kids are just doing like, oh, I'm gonna do it in different colors, or I'm gonna do it like, you know, like a U instead of just, a, and I'm like, man, I'm taking this thing and I'm turning, putting it on a curve. Like I'm taking, <laughs> I don't know. I just felt like so like, you know, far ahead for whatever reason did nice. not last very long, but like, yeah, to kind of take this and, and, and run with it. Cool. So, um, yeah, so math and, uh, and science was, was my kind of go-to. What, what was your, uh, favorite thing about the elementary? Well, um, I think I probably would have said one or two things at the time. It was probably either music 
or com- mm. or computer lab. Oh man, computer lab! That computer lab was so janky, but so it was funny. awesome. <laughs> it was so. Uh, we're of the yeah. we're of the time frame here where we're going in the computer lab. We're playing organ trailer. We're playing number munchers. We might be. Playing. We we are we are checking out floppy literal floppy oh, yeah. discs. You had the floppy discs. Sometimes From the little the even, tray, the big ones, yeah, like the big uh, oh three, big three, five and a half, yeah, 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 not just the the little boys. Um, mm-hmm. at first, well, that's what I mean by floppy disk. Because like everybody thinks of like the save button style disk as you know, it's like oh that's not, it's like that's not that's a floppy disk technically, but it's in a hard right. case. I'm like oh I'm no, I'm talking about like you could fan yourself. Oh, right. With this bad boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I remember the, the little sleeves. You had to slide them in. Oh, yeah. Put them away. But, yeah, mm-hmm. so we that that's, you know, Oregon Trail number munchers. Uh, 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 where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? Um, lots of these kinds of games. And golly, that was a good time. I always liked doing that. Um, so... Um, I remember specifically playing Oregon Trail. Uh-huh. One of the things that you would do is if you were low on food or not, if you just bought bullets uh-huh. or whatever, you would go hunting, right? Right. So hard. And, yeah, there was, like, bears and deer, and you can only carry back, like, X number of pounds of meat. And so if right. you shot, like, everything in sight, then you're just letting it rot, you know, like the... Wasted your ammo, real- son. Yeah, like the real Westerners. <laughs> anyway, um, so, but you would always you would always be somewhere, and there'd be like there'd be like a rock and some trees, you uh-huh. know, and you just were you just were like, okay, I'm gonna use the arrows. I'm gonna turn this way. I'm gonna shoot. I'm gonna turn this way. I'm gonna shoot, and everything. And you hit the space bar to shoot. Right. But there was one point where somebody learned how to move. You could walk. Right. Yeah, like you hold down shift or control or something, and you could actually walk. Because the bears were always behind the rock, (laughs) and so you couldn't shoot them. And some kid's like, oh, yeah, you just... We're like, oh, my gosh! Like, that's amazing! I mean, just all these resources that these kids have now for these games, to play these so hard games that they can just look it up and be like, how do I do it? Oh... We had to figure yeah. that jazz out. You had to check your game genie out, and the manual was like deer, or not deer, what am I talking about? Dog-eared and like creased and, you know, somebody spilled soda on it. And like, yeah, like looking up codes, dude, downloading we, codes from the dude, internet. Dude, so, yeah. so when I, I remember I uh, beat Mega Man... Uh, which one was it? I think Mega Man 2. Mm-hmm. When you died, it gave you a, a grid. Mm. Uh, like a, a letter by number grid with different... Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Dots and different so different patterns for different levels and things. So, if, so mm-hmm. when you died, you could enter the code in and start back where you died from. And I don't know how many times I drew that dang grid and, and, <laughs> and circled the circles in there so that I could continue my game. Uh, took me a long time to beat that game. Um, 
So anyways, but that was, that was the thing, man. You had to work for it a little bit. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, you get to Oregon trail, you try to get some food. You can't, you got to figure out how to walk. No one's teaching. But that was only after you wrote your sentences or whatever you needed to for typing, you know, the quick Brown Fox, you know, all that kind of different stuff. Like, yeah. So you type fast so that you could play the games before mm-hmm. time was up. Yep. But it, well, yeah. they were all still and learning ha- games, which was not, you know, which, you know, mm-hmm. now I look back, I'm like, well, they, was, they were still fun, though. So yeah. Number, number, word bot, uh, 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 word munchers was hard. Hmm. I don't remember nerd, nerd word munchers very much. No, I, but I, it was like it was like eat the adjectives, and you're like uh eat, and then it like eat the adverbs, and you're like please get out of here. This is ridiculous. I can't find <laughs> adverbs. Um, L Y, where are you? But uh, but yeah, it was. Hmm. I like number munchers a lot more. Um, but uh, but there you go. So, anyways, I would have probably said. One of those two things, music or computer lab, though. I really mm-hmm. I really did like computer lab a lot. Um, but, yeah, there you go. Yeah. I mean, music, we had a phenomenal music teacher. She we did. She was just the best. And I mean, we talked about her a little bit on here. We did, yes. And, uh, and she just, uh, she had so much going. It was ridiculous. I know. I mean, granted, like I hope she's resting now. All of it. She couldn't have <laughs> yeah. been resting then. <laughs> from from early morning choir to teaching the actual class, which was super good. And like, the thing I remember about her class is there was like, there's no chairs, right? Right. Like you're sitting like on the floor. The walls are just covered with different instruments. You couldn't touch her guitar unless you were like the elite, you know, Uh and, um, and then, uh, you went to, and then she had guitar like after, and then she did like the school plays where a lot of them were like written by her and another teacher. Right. And stuff. And so she had so much stuff going on. It was crazy. It's crazy. But. And handbells. I don't even remember when, when handbells were. I don't know. Like I after know. school. I think Christmas they were after time? school. No, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then they had little Mozarts, which she didn't actually teach, but I mean, sure, she should facilitate it and stuff. Um, I don't know if you were involved in that at all. Uh-uh. No, I don't remember that. No, that's when we lucked into owning a string bass by that program collapsing in on itself oh right (laughs) that we then broke and then threw away which i feel bad about (laughs) because that thing was probably worth a couple grand my upright base yeah yeah for sure yeah for sure um awesome yeah i think those kind of coincide though music and computer i mean they got a little bit of the same yeah Kind of, kind of feel mind. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. What What is your new buddy? What's new with you? 
Oh, uh, I was watching a video the other day, uh, and this uh, lady was talking about um, the practice of writers writing, uh, basically making up words for like a one-time usage. Oh, okay. Which mm-hmm. is called a nonce, I guess. A nonce word, which means <laughs> like one time. Like Gerald, like Geraldine. What, what was his name? Now I can't remember. Shoot. <laughs> well, a it was, nonce it was word. Gerald and Jeremy. Ger- Jeffrey. Ger- no, his name was, Jeffrey's the real name, but you said something that was like some weird, <laughs> some Jeremy. weird portmanteau. Jeremy. Yeah, Jeremy. Yeah, anyway. The Jeremy's got it, okay. So no, sorry, what was a, it called? It's called a nonce, and it's basically uh-huh. the co- combination of the word new and once. So it's a new word that they are intending to use once. So it's a portmanteau of itself. Okay. So, you know, you think of like Dr. Seuss and mm-hmm. all the creatures and things that, you know, walk it. He used that one time, mm-hmm. and it was just purely a creature that rhymed with pocket. You know, and that was a word, and <laughs> right. it didn't really get into it, didn't go any further than that. But she was talking about these words that people made up, but then, you know, for like this kind of one-time use in their literature, but then caught steam and then became actual part of the language. Um, hmm. It was a very interesting video. I enjoyed it. But uh, the word that I wanted to... Uh, to tell you about is that Dr. Seuss came up with the mm-hmm. word nerd. Oh, okay. It was one of his, one of his aforementioned uh, mythical creatures, a nerd, mm-hmm. and uh, had nothing to do with uh, nerddom or uh, you know uh, dweeb style children. Um, <laughs> and I just thought that was kind of cool. So he had. What is it? What did it rhyme with? No idea. Oh, okay. No idea. It was in an old book, one of the ones that I don't know if they're making anymore. Because, you know, there was some that people want to get rid of uh, as of late. And this one had something to do mm-hmm. with the zoo. Uh, I forgot the title of the book. But uh, it had different weird zoo creatures in it. And. She only showed a page, like two pages, that were, you know, right next to each other. And it was basically a list of six creatures, and one of them was a nerd. Um, Oh, okay. Oh, I see. Oh, did you look it up? If I Ran the Zoo is the book. If I Ran the Zoo, right. Yeah. And it looks like it's just a thing pointing to the guy. Right, right. Like, it doesn't necessarily uh, rhyme with anything specifically. It's just, yeah. Right. So, but it was interesting. She was like, that, you know, that word had never appeared anywhere before. Dr. Mm-hmm. Seuss. And now, of course, a very prevalent word doesn't mean a monster in a zoo, but uh, we use right. it a lot. And so and there was lots of other examples in the video of, of words and things that uh, people had made up that are now uh, uh, 
real words, I guess, <laughs> if you want to put right. it that way. Real, more, much more common real words, words, yeah. Right. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other examples that she gave, but I know I'm not remembering many. I can totally see somebody dressing as this and then being and like, then be like nah, I'm a what nerd. are you supposed to be? I'm a nerd. And you're like, what? Really? And you're like, you're not, a, you're not a true nerd unless you know what I am. Just like okay, <laughs> I could totally see that. That would be classic, yeah. classic TV fodder right there. Mm-hmm. Um, That's like uh, uh, what is it, uh, Barney Stinson right. from How I Met Your Mother, saying like the real Karate Kid is um, uh, the bad guy, Billy Billy Zapka, Billy, what is his Billy name? Zane, Dan- Billy uh, Zane, busy, uh, but. Yeah, right. I'm trying to see if um, anybody ever dressed like this. Nope. Yeah, but uh, anyway, so uh, I just thought that was interesting. Um, she mentioned, of course, Shakespeare, who made a, uh, just a ton of words. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, there were some other ones as well. A couple of words from the Jabberwocky, um, from Lewis Carroll. Uh, mm-hmm. That I can't pull out right now. Glumping, I think, was one. That's not highly used, but it is apparently a real word now. Um, anyway, and, yeah, I mean that. I mean, back to elementary school. That was always like the thing about like writing and stuff. Is like writing has all these rules and. Right. All this kind of stuff. And, like, I was always told, like, my teachers were like, well, when you're a famous writer, you can start a sentence with and. You're like, well, I'm going to become a famous writer just so I can do that. You know, like, but who cares? I mean, it doesn't, I mean, you can do it however you want now. Right. Especially. For sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. What's new with you, man? So, new with me, I, <clears throat> so we came home to, uh, some water in the basement, which was oh, not no. great. No. Um, especially since it had been sitting for a couple of days and we had turned off the air conditioning. So it was like nice and 85 degrees in here, if not hotter uh-huh. and stuff. And so, yeah, we just like, oh man, let's go downstairs where it's cooler. Oh, oh that's, that's the worst. So yeah, dude. we dried we dried out the carpet and everything, but I went to replace the carpet pad. So we're like, carpet's fine. We got vinegar and baking soda, and it's okay. But we want to replace the carpet pad because it's probably gross and old and nasty and everything like that. Right, right. So right. I learned a lot about carpet laying this week. Really, just carpet's in, hard. Like dude. preparation preparation for this so i'm like sitting there like okay like what's the best pad like what what are you looking for oh well if you're doing it on cement versus you're doing it on a you know wood floor and what about like if you're you know replacing versus you know leaving it and uh stretching your carpet and you know tax strip all that kind of stuff and the only like the only carpet experience i really had before this was in my bedroom where you kept stepping on those tax strips on the side right, of the bed. Right. And I'm like, 
And I realize now that that's just because that carpet was just getting worn away. Because like, the, uh, okay. Because I guess it is fascinating to me that somewhere where you're gonna walk like every day, and granted, you don't walk over like the edges of your carpet all the time, but right. at the at the thresholds between um, carpet and wood or carpet and tile, there is a tack strip. And the only thing that's really keeping it from like puncturing your foot is a thicker carpet, but it has to go through the bottom of the carpet. Right. So like the carpet backing has to be penetrated enough to where it doesn't come up. And then you can kind of rake the carpet text down like a little bit, but not really. And so it's just the fibers of the carpet are long enough to keep it from puncturing your, you know, for the carpet tacks from actually poking through, except for the case of my bedroom where that carpet was like a thousand years old. Right. (laughs) And that rust, that rust red, you know, color and everything like that. And so, um, so yeah, so I, I got a knee kicker, the little tool that like bites into the carpet and you can hit it with your knee to kind of stretch it a little bit to get Uh it up to the edge and right so i pulled back pulled back the you know the pad sprayed some mold mildew uh uh cleaner stuff um and like let it dry so it's actually going to sit there for maybe if the next time that happens it'll actually just like kind of release that from the uh from the subfloor yeah to make sure that it you know the water that's now spreading is all anti, has this anti-microbial stuff, um, and then laying the pad back down and uh, restretching the carpet and attaching it and all that kind of different stuff. And so, nice. it's been a, a little bit of a adventure and everything, but um, but yeah, I think it's just one of those things like, um, you know, as a homeowner yourself. You yeah. just don't really realize how intimate you get with your house. Right. You know what I mean? Like, when you're stripping carpet and you're, like, seeing, oh, okay, so this was, you know, here's the history of my house. Like, I can tell that this carpet padding actually has been replaced because it's not glued down, but there are glue marks from when it was, there was originally something down here and stuff like that. And, like, you know... um, different things like that. Like you really doing these kinds of repairs. You're like, Oh, okay. And you really feel a lot more like, all right, I know what's going on in my house now. Like I, I get feel a little bit more history on, on what, what has come before, I guess. Right. But yeah, that's crazy. dude. Carpets always kind of scared me like to try to figure out, figure out how to mm-hmm. do it and stuff for whatever reason. Um, mm-hmm. Just, uh, you know, it's like a, a sheet for your floor. And, right. you know, making a bed is, is the worst. You know, you always <laughs> right. got those wrinkles in there. The, and get, uh, Exactly. Uh, so, uh, it's scary. Uh, well, the thing that I've always been scared about with carpet is... Carpet is like, like you said, you know, it's one continuous surface. Right. And it's not supposed to have any rips or tears or breaks or whatever and like i i learned how to join two pieces of carpet together and everything like that um 
you know, using carpet tape and stuff like that. So now I definitely nice. have a better understanding of like, oh, if I had to lay carpet, like I feel I could do it, especially if somebody else is like helping me and stuff like that. But, um, but I was like you, I'm like, oh no, you can't spill on the carpet because to get the carpet replaced is going to be so expensive, you know? And now it's like, oh, well, I mean, if it's a small enough area and it's kind of convenient, you just need spare carpet and you can actually just cut it out and just tape it in relay this you can relay this whole piece of carpet because a room that's you know bigger than you know 20 feet or whatever like or however you know 10 feet they have to put two there is a seam in there like right you just don't know it but there has to be a seam because they're not going to bring in a piece of carpet that's you know like four you know 50 feet by 50 feet, right. you know, like that, right, that's just right. impossible. So, um, so that's the thing is you learn a little bit. So that, I mean, I feel, I would feel comfortable probably redoing a small room if I had to. Nice, man. That's so, great. Good work. That's, that's fun stuff. So we'll finish that up and, uh, put the room back together. So nice. And that's 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 our show. That's our show. Um, thank you for uh, for carpet talk. <laughs> this has been uh, Brandon and with no, uh, but no. Thanks so much <laughs> for joining us, everybody. Uh, and we hope that you enjoyed it and will listen again and let us know how we're doing. Yes, please do. <laughs> okay. All right, everybody. Catchphrase. Bye. Bye. I don't know. If you have anything else, I got nothing.